0: Says that he hears you fine. Yay. So we're good. Awesome. And, okay. This is perfect. It's streaming. It's okay, the progress. As far as going, we're going to do this. We're going to get down. there has got to be something really
1: great getting ready to happen because like,
0: exactly. I'm excited the the
1: for balance, it. The bigger the payoff.
0: Exactly. 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 she's loud and clear.
1: Okay.
0: Let's go. Okay, so we're going to do that. Okay, it looks like I'm live. Okay, Okay, guys, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? It looks like I'm live on Facebook. Yay. All right. Okay,
1: so, so for Instagram friends who just okay. tuned in, I'm actually doing an interview with this wonderful woman, yeah, Chantal And I'm gonna
0: include you guys in the interview process here. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, I just need a thumbs up from, from someone on our page, my page, Chantal lot Can you just That's give me a me. thumbs up or yeah. heart that you can see and hear me? And then we're ready to get started. We are ready. Just give me a thumbs up. Let me know that we are live, that you can hear and see. Let me know, let me know, let me know. Technology is trying to stop us, but we we know better. We know better. Hi, Ryan. We know better. Okay. All right, guys. Well, you know what? I'm going to just trust I wanted to get somebody to let me know that we're, we're, we're okay. Okay.
1: Oh, hi, John Dorsey, everything
0: about you. So give me two seconds. Cause the last thing I want to do is, you know what? And I'll record the zoom. Why don't I just do that? So if all fails, we got a recording.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I have us live on Facebook and I have us live on Instagram. So, Oh,
0: okay. Perfect. Okay. So we're, we're, we're locked and loaded. Okay. Awesome. Seven. All right. Oh my goodness. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. And awesome. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Wake Up and Live show. This is part two of our, of our, of our today's series. And it is day seven of the show. And I have a very, very special guest, Ms. Troy. Buyer, who is an, a phenomenal woman and is giving up her time and her energy and her love and her light and her knowledge and wisdom to share with us a little bit about our mind, body, spirit connection, and how we can use it to thrive during coronavirus time. So Troy, thank you so much for hanging in there. I'm glad we, we persevered and I'm so happy to have you.
1: Me too. Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Awesome. Thank you awesome. i on your show. I love what you're doing. Thank you. I so appreciate that. So let's get right into it, Troy. What are I know you've been you've been saying that you're working and you're busy. It's such a demand right now for people to to really. What do you think is you have an amazing way to just tap into the pulse of things. What do you think is really the pulse of the state of people's mental, physical, spiritual life right now? Where are people generally?
1: I think everyone's just it's a huge restart. It's just a huge we're just think of it like a computer and we are being reboot. It's a reboot. That's what it is. I just I I think the the memory is full, the hard drive was full and we just needed to really let the system crash. We're rebooting and we're going to we're going to, you know, come back. Um, I think I've always said when things fall apart, let them because sometimes things need to fall apart in, other, in order for other things to come back together, you know? And um, we just needed to reboot and this is what it looks like. I love that, when things
0: fall apart, let them. Yeah. It's falling apart for a reason, and, and right? Tapping into that reason. And the reason now is, is a reboot is allowing us to restart. And re- so this is almost like a refresh. Yes. Right, yes. that's a that's a perspective. A lot of people may not be walking around with that perspective, but this is a refresh. I love that. Yeah. So then, can you tell us a little bit about what you do for those of you who are being introduced to what you do in with the Mindology Fitness and all the other modalities that you're proficient in? Can you share a little bit about what you do and how you've been helping people in the in the coronavirus times?
1: Right. So what I do is I I support people in regulating their stress, and specifically by regulating their emotions and learning how to self-soothe because I I really, I'm not against anyone who's on medication, pharmaceuticals, but I believe that we don't have to take a pill to heal. I believe that we can organically handle whatever is off in terms of there not being ease that leads us to dis-ease. Like there's a gap between ease and dis-ease and my job is to really get into that gap and help you to transform whatever that is before it becomes dis-ease because i believe that dis-ease is a latent manifestation of something that was going on psychologically that wasn't dealt with appropriately so my job is to get into that space and support people with ah, like i said just interrupting the cortisol interrupting the stress hormones that run rapid the epinephrines and the norepinephrine that run rapid through our body that eventually lead us to becoming impaired on some some way shape or form whether it's mentally physically or spiritually
0: awesome 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 so i totally agree with that i'm i i'm on the same line of um a same wavelength with that i've actually interviewed a couple of doctors in the past and they talked about depression and they said there's only a real small small piece of the pie of people that actually need medication and most of and everybody else it's really the the state of their thought life. so you know it happens upstairs before it hits our body so can you share a little bit about you know what are some of the things that you i know you've studied a lot and, and deep dove into these different types of modalities what are some things that you've explored and and what are they and how are they helping you help people right now
1: so I guess what I've explored the most is really what's going on with this isolation and the social distancing. Um, I really believe it's more physical distancing than social distancing. But my concern has been working with children because out of the 91% of the kids that are quarantined 41% are showing early stages of depression and post traumatic stress disorder. So that has been a huge concern of mine. Um, And I've been developing programs to support children to deal with whatever it is that's going on because they have the resilience to deal with this, but they don't have the experience that the adults have when it comes to trauma and disrupting of the norm. So I've been really working hard to create programs for them to self-soothe and better understand what's going on.
0: Hmm. What's the age range of the
1: children that you work with? So three to 12, I've been focusing on children from three to 12 because for them, everything is happening new. Right up until the age of eight, it's all new. After eight, it's a repeat of the old stuff. And so our children need to figure out how to categorize this trauma or this new norm um, because they don't have, our, our brain works in categories. It's a filing system. So they didn't have a filing system for this yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I really want to find ways to support our children. That's just been my primary focus right now and helping them file
0: and organize what's going on. I love that. I love that because they are the next, you know, the leaders of the next generation, and and I keep I keep talking about breaking the cycle, you know, and 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 a lot of the times things have been passed on from generation to generation. Be you know, we we go through abuse because, or we we actually abuse others because we've gone through abuse. You know, they say hurt people, hurt people, that type of thing. And so I love the fact that you're dealing with children because you're literally allowing it to rewrite, uh, or refresh, or even reboot from a generation perspective. You know, right. they come out different than our world where really start to shift. I think that's very powerful.
1: Right, but here's the, here's the challenge right now is that our children are being instilled with fear. They're being programmed to be afraid of everyone, including their parents. And they're being programmed to believe that the only place that they'll ever feel safe is to be at home and for other people to not touch them and this is my concern you know i'm not in the mindset right now as you're saying like yeah sure if we can get our children to acclimate to this new sort of human behavior where we are more thoughtful and we're all more caring and we are more you know um conscious about our planet that's great but that's not the deal that's going on right now right now our kids are being extremely reprogrammed to be fearful that's the vibrational frequency and what concerns me about that is that when you are afraid you create certain neurotransmitters in your body that actually compromise your immune system and so then you actually become susceptible to the very virus or the diseases that you were trying to avoid that actually conjure your fear up in the first place so it's very it's a it's a horrible cycle um, i think what we need to do now more than anything um chantelle is we've got to reach out and take care of our children and we have to teach them that the uncertainty doesn't have to mean fear. Uncertainty could just be uncertainty. And in the space of uncertainty, we can have faith, which is the substance of things unseen and the evidence of things hoped for. So we just got to flip it for our babies a little bit. And I'm afraid people are not doing that
0: efficiently. Wow. I love that. I really do. And that's so, so it's more of, um, you know, addressing head on a, a specific issue of the currency of faith of fear excuse me right now um opposed to even programming for success and all that we got to attack that first is what i'm hearing and which is i totally that's beautiful i i'm curious to i'm curious in your perspective because you you said something right now that's that that was pretty interesting and there may be people who may need this perspective so When you talk about, you know, it happens in our mind first and then, you know, the disease, the disease hits our, our physical body afterwards. Do you believe that some people that contacted coronavirus and got tested positive, do you believe it's because they were in, trapped in this, this element of fear that has been instilled in the society? Um, I think fear has a lot to do with
1: suppressing the immune system, which makes you more vulnerable to contracting the virus. So I have a friend who's a doctor working at the hospital um, and she had a lot of fear. You know, she didn't have the proper uh, equipment to protect herself and she contracted the virus. So I think that the fear lowers our immune system. It lowers our vibrational frequency. So if you look at everything as energy because everything in the world is energy and it has a frequency and like begets like, so if you're vibrating at a frequency that's
0: oh, I need you to say that one more time because we lost your vo- we lost your volume. Okay. <laughs> oh, there we go.
1: Yeah. If you are if you are vibrating at a frequency of fear, it puts you in the realm of these lower vibrational diseases and viruses, which the coronavirus is. So fear has you vibrating at that frequency, so then you become susceptible. You become a match, like begets like. So if you can really keep your vibrational frequency elevated, then you are not going to be as susceptible to not just the coronavirus,
0: but other low vibrational frequency things, you know? So I hope you guys are paying attention to that because that's a very, very important fact. A lot of people, you know, especially I come in the from the personal development world and we say, yeah, think positive and, you know, negative thinking is bad. But what Troy is actually saying is not only, of course, is it better to think positive and to think more empowering thoughts, et cetera, versus, you know, disempowering thoughts and being in a state of fear, but fear actually impacts your ability to, to, to to have a strong immune system. So it lowers your frequency, which a elaps- which makes you more susceptible to connecting into the things that we're exactly fearful of. So yeah. this is this is why, you know, A, working with the children and even us as as adults, why we all need to shift our thinking out of that state because you're actually attracting more things on that lower vibration, which is a very powerful point. And I want everybody needs to make note of that and and really start to spread that message because it's so true. And we witness, we have
1: to be fearless. You know, if you look at the media, they're really trying to instill fear in our society and fear will not allow us to vibrate at the frequency that we need to vibrate at in order to turn to overturn all this that's going on in our world right now. Absolutely. Thought becomes things. And if you're thinking about fear, then what you're going to manifest is more of stuff
0: to justify your fear. Right. So can you tell us a little bit about then, so that's kind of the mind body, but can you tell us now about the mind spirit? So how does energy and the spirit world t- play a role in our current society right now? So you can't
1: separate the mind body spirit. It's all correlated. You know, and and that's the thing is that people have to have their body in the right place and when their body and they they don't have the concerns of the body, the aches and the illnesses, then they they actually can get into the mind. And then once you can clear and free your mind, it gives you access to the spirit. So it really is a linear approach. And I don't think that they are. I just don't think if you're looking for complete coherence, which is what we all want, you have to manage the body, mind, spirit. It's a process. Mm I can't, sitting in my office, I think my speaker went out, but if you're sitting in my office and you're concerned with body aches, I can't get to your mind, right? And then if you're sitting in my office and then your mind is overwhelmed with all these negative thoughts that I don't have access to your spirit. So what I do is I support people in clearing their body, clearing their mind in order to get to spirit, because spirit is where it really all happens anyway, right? That's where that's the, that's the rich field for manifestation is in the spirit world. It's on the other
0: side of the veil. That's right. So now there's a lot of people, I, I truly believe that there's- I truly believe that there's a lot of um, misconceptions of spirit, the spirit world, or or a lot of question marks, a lot of unknowns. And there's some people when you hear, they hear spirit, they go religion. And so like, oh, I'm not religious. But I believe that, you know, I believe in Mother Earth, or I believe in the universe. or I believe in energy. So and what? there's so much more in the spiritual world than that. So can you, it's, can you touch upon for those who believe in maybe in God, or, or maybe it called they call it universe what role should spirit and understanding that realm what how can they how can they take that next step to really understand and appreciate what it is rather than deducing it to religion or deducing it to so rules.
1: it when we say spirit and, and i explain this in the mindology fitness kids program when we say spirit i'm referring to your heart okay your heart is your spirit but it gets a little confusing because the heart exists within the body. But here's the thing, when the heart stops, it all stops. The very first thing that signifies life is when you have a fetus and you hear the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, the body, the body is nothing without the heart. Mm-hmm. So that's why I actually create the, the, that the heart is the spirit. There's the body, there's the mind, and then there's the spirit. And that's just another word for heart. Okay. And the word through mindology fitness, I actually teach you how to access your spirit by activating your heart's intelligence as, as created by the Heart Math Institute. Okay. Can you say that one more time? I think that people need to catch
0: that work. Okay.
1: Yeah. So what we do in Mindology Fitness is we work on the body, we work on the mind, and then we activate the heart's intelligence in order to get access to the spirit. Because I think that anything that has to do with the spirit has to do with love and it has to do with the heart.
0: That's right, yeah. The heart is the vessel that actually takes us into the spirit. That's, so the heart is the vessel that takes us into the spirit. Now, when, say if somebody's really, cause a lot of people, you know, because of their past experiences, they may have closed their heart and may not have as much access to it as they can. So when they do get access to it, what is something that they can expect? Like, what, what can they expect when they tap into their heart? They tap into spirit. What's the difference?
1: There's a freedom. So I had this one guy that I was working with, and he was so disconnected from his heart. And when I finally got him to tap into his heart and activate the intelligence, he said his heart was his black heart that was wrapped in saran wrap. That was the visual he got of it. Wow. A black heart wrapped in saran wrap. And what we did while we were doing Mindology together is to gently and lovingly take that saran wrap off one layer at a time and then take that black charcoal heart because that's what it was and just breathe new love and light into it. And at the end, the experience for him is just
0: a deep feeling of peace. Mm. That's how you know. I love that. You know, I I did my first series of the Wake Up and Live Show when Corona started. It was called Faith versus Fear. And so this one is called Adjusting to the New Normal. And the faith versus fear, after that series, I came back and I said, you know what, it's not faith. We have we all have faith. We have faith in the fearful things, or we have faith in great things, or we have faith, we all have faith. So it's not really faith versus fear. And I came to the conclusion that it's fear, the opposite of fear would be peace. Yeah. It's peace. That's what I do. Yeah.
1: I, I serve peace. That's my job in this planet is to serve peace. And that's what I'm here to do. And everything that I do and everything that my brand is about is providing peace for my people and supporting them in learning ways that are fun and effective in restoring peace. And peace really is to just give up that there's anything wrong.
0: Mm, I love that. Give up that there's anything wrong.
1: Like, this is the way it is today This it's it is. the way it is
0: today. Yeah, this is the way
1: it should be because if it shouldn't, if it's not supposed to be this way, then
0: it wouldn't be. Anyway. Exactly. I love, that's so freeing.
1: Yeah. Just go, okay, got it. This is what's going on today. That's peace. You know, um, the opposite of peace is disharmony. And that comes because we are resisting what is actually present. If we can accept
0: what is, there's just peace. Accept hmm. what is there's just peace. I hope I'm just going to do a quick check in and then I want to, I want you to talk a little bit about your Mindology Fitness to let people know exactly what that is about. In the meantime, I want to say hello to everybody watching. We persevered, we are here. Hello, Ganyo, Lester, Devon, Marlene from the islands, Jackie from Amsterdam, Frank, your process is in God's hand. I love it. So, Jackie has a question, um, Troy. She says, so what's the difference between the soul and the spirit? So what's the difference between the soul and the spirit? The soul is
1: like it's in journeys over and over and over again. That's why I intentionally don't say mind, body, and soul. Soul is like, it's your, it's who you are beyond this lifetime and beyond the next lifetime and beyond the next lifetime. I don't do reincarnation work. I don't do work on the soul. That's, that's, that's between you and God, honestly. For me, the spirit is whatever comes from the heart that keeps you in spirit so you are inspired. That's what inspired is, is to be in spirit. And it's just a whole different, there's just a huge line of demarcation that I have between spirit and soul. Soul is your eternal beingness. As it relates to your relationship with god and your karma and your your incarnated lives and spirit for me is an energy that has to do with your heart love and being inspired in this lifetime
0: Mm, great 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 answer well thank you for that um norris and harry's watching and henry's watching um ganyo says when you work when you are at work and around people with a lower vibration, how do you interact with them without being drawn into their vibration? Okay, so when you're around people who has a lower vibrational frequency, you can feel it and it feels very uncomfortable.
1: And there's only one thing that you can do. You can meet them where they are. Just let them be where they are. Like, okay, I got, that's how you vibrate, but that's not how I roll. And you just be mindful about your vibrational frequency because what will happen is if you actually come from a place of love and 100% acceptance, no resistance, and you manage your vibrational frequency, they'll start rising. That's right. They'll yeah. start rising. Now check this out. Science proves that your vibrational energy field emanates seven feet beyond your cell body, right? So if you keep your vibrational frequency up, Anyone that comes within seven feet of your frequency will be contaminated, it's contagious, it's infectious. So keep your vibe going. Don't worry about where they are, send them love, have compassion for them, that they're vibrating at their frequency and how uncomfortable it must be for them to live there.
0: Exactly.
1: Right, and then you can actually bring them up.
0: I love that, I love that. So being so strong in your own frequency, so set in your own frequency, and you said it's either you're the thermostat or you're the, the thermometer. <laughs> that's what that's what we used to say. So I love that. Let let them come into your world. So Ganyo, yeah. that was for you. Um. So your higher self, Jackie's saying is your I guess she's saying is your higher self your spirit? Absolutely, your higher self is your spirit. Absolutely. Ganyo said that's the you, so that you feel elevated in. You know, that's the
1: higher self. Um. Sometimes people can get to me. You know, I have one friend who I really, uh, Michael Beckwith is a very good friend of mine and you know, he'll say, I'll talk to him about something and he's like, wow, how did, how did you let them get into your energy field? Like, what were you doing? What were you not doing? Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we want to meditate. You want to pray. You want to eat right. You want to feel right. More important than thinking right is to feel right because feelings give way to thoughts and thoughts give way to things. Mm -hmm. It's really about your feeling tonality and keeping that good because there are frequencies waiting to get in. And trust me, I get sideswiped sometimes. I'm like, oh God, how did that happen?
0: Yes. 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 So, you know, on that note, can you share a little bit just from your perspective on what's the difference between people who say they're the light workers and then there's energy workers and then there's spiritual people and then there's, you know, Christians and Cause all of this, and I, I really want to help demystify these these terminologies because I believe there's I've had numerous discussions about it, and I would love for you to share a little of your amazing perspective on that. Okay, thank you. So here's the thing, they're all distinctions.
1: Well, if you're a light worker, you work with the light. If you're an energy worker, you work with the energy. If you are a chakra worker, you work with this, it's all distinctions. It's like, if you're a doctor or you're a lawyer, you're this, it's whatever you resonate the most with that you are able to make a difference in the world for other people, you know?
0: So does that mean, are they, are they generally all operating on the same principles just with different labels?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're there to make a difference. A worker is a worker. A worker is someone who's producing results, right? Mm-hmm. So whether you're working with light or energy or whatever it is, it's just a distinction.
0: I mm, love it. Love it. Awesome. Thank you, uh, Troy. So can you tell us a little bit about Mindology Fitness? I have mm-hmm. the, the, the pleasure of attending a class, which was really something I've absolutely never have encountered before, ladies and gentlemen. I, and as you guys know, I've been working with the mind for a long time and, and I have never experienced something like this. And I love how the, 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 the combination of people just, when they work with the mind, they work with the mind, but the way Troy has blended it so beautifully together, I loved it. So can you share a little bit about that? Please?
1: Sure. So Mindology Fitness is designed to self in a state of total coherence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's important to be in coherence because if we are incoherent, then what we have is confusion and we can't make the best choices and decisions in a, with an incoherent mind. Um, so Mindology is a mental to the gym to work out your physical muscles
0: sorry can you say that one more time mindology is what your your voice
1: mindology is a fitness program and for for those of you who want to know people are asking the the classes are now available online all of them so go to mindologyfitness.com there are free classes available and they're just It's amazing. You can do it in your home. I worked really hard to put this together. So please take advantage of it. But Mindology Fitness is designed to support you in working out your mental muscles. The same way we go to the gym to work out our physical muscles. What most people don't know is that our neural muscles are just like our physical muscles in the sense that they they do get stronger with repetition. So what are the exercises? How do you work out your mind? And that's what Mindology Fitness is. I've created these amazing, not, I didn't even create all of them. I just put together this program that really supports you and working out your mind and you don't even realize it. And you're like having all these aha moments. It's like, oh, wait, wow. you know. So um, I'm a therapist. Do you think this would be great for my clients? Yes, it's absolutely great for your clients because what we also do in Mindology Fitness is we get past the conscious mind. We know that the majority of our choices in life are influenced by our unconscious mind, but yet we don't ever get in there and do work with the unconscious mind. We're always Mm. focusing on the conscious. So what happens in Mindology Fitness is we put that conscious mind to sleep and we get access into the unconscious mind and we get answers to questions that we've been wondering about, or we get resolution, you know, for problems. So it's just really getting into the part of the mind that makes the decisions that we don't normally have access to while strengthening the mind at the same time.
0: I love it. I love it. It's so powerful. So you guys can check it out at mindologyfitness.com.
1: Yes, that's it.
0: Awesome. awesome.
1: I have three programs up for kids and adults
0: awesome awesome stuff so try I want to find out a little bit about your journey because a lot of people um I know that you you started it sounds like you started off in the world of acting and you've been in multiple multiple films that a lot of us that we know of and then you moved into this this world of of uh, I don't know what you would call it because you, you have so many different modalities <laughs> I don't know mind body mind body spirit connection is what I would just call it because I know you got a psychology background and so many other uh, backgrounds uh, of information that you've gone through. So can you share a little bit about what was it like working in the, in the movie realm? Um, you, you know, I've, I've seen you on, on different things like John Q and Bax and, 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 you know, Love Don't Cost a Thing. So these are movies that we know from back in the day. And so how did you transition into this or was it something you always did? How, what was your, your, your path?
1: Yeah, so um, I started my career in show business at the age of four on Sesame Street. I was one of the original cast members. And then I started doing movies of the week and commercials. So I've always been in the entertainment industry as an actress. It wasn't a chosen profession for me. It was a profession that was assigned to me by my parents. Um, So when I got to be, I guess I was like, I don't know, 17 or 18, I started to think that maybe I wanted something else for my life. Unfortunately, I was not raised in an environment that supported intelligence. You know, it was more about be pretty, be cute, be, be sexy, and, you know, you'll have a great life. And I just, it didn't resonate with me. And I knew that there was something more that I wanted to be for myself. And I knew that there was a bigger gift that I wanted to bring into the world. Now, I think acting, writing, and directing is fantastic. And it definitely is a platform to gift humanity, if that's what you feel works for you, but that just wasn't what I wanted. And so I started getting into ontology, which is the study of of human beings, how human beings are designed. And from ontology, I started getting into psychology. And I was initially just going to school because I was interested in figuring myself out, to tell you the truth. And I looked up and I had a master's degree in psychology, uh, community psychology specifically. Um, and, uh, then I decided to go and get my doctorate. I was like, you know what? I just love learning. I love learning about human beings and, you know, I'm not going to say I would never act again, but it's certainly not at the top of my list Mm -hmm. or directing. You know, I love what I do. I love making a difference for people. Um, and I love designing programs. I love studying neuroscience and, um, understanding how the brain works and what the neurotransmitters are doing, when and where and how, and that amygdala, like trying to get that dude to settle down. Those are the things that really stop firing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. So that, that really turns me on.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. You know, that's a great inspiration because, you know, a lot of us, we, we grow up in in a, in a community and it may, where people kind of want us to already dictating what our life is going to be maybe you grew up in a house of lawyers so you're you're, you're bound to be everybody's telling you to go study law or right. everybody wants your, your family wants something better for you so they're, they're pushing you in a direction but i love that you, you you know the story that i'm taking away is that you've always got to tap back into your heart center and figure out what it is that you want to do to serve to serve right. people
1: Right. And that's why I also think like, if you look at the positive polarity here and what's going on in our world, people are having an opportunity to really pause and ponder their purpose. Like, why am I really here? And am I doing what I'm really here to do? And I think that that's so important. We have to pause and we have to ponder. And no matter what you're doing, if it doesn't bring you joy, it's bringing you dis-ease. So I don't do anything that doesn't bring me joy. I don't interact with human beings that don't bring me joy. I don't do activities that don't bring me joy. If it doesn't bring me joy, for sure, it's going to bring me sadness, which will have me be in a space of dis-ease that will eventually lead to disease. So I look at things like this. If I do something that doesn't bring me joy, it's gonna make me sick eventually. So I stay away from it. I don't do anything that doesn't bring me joy. Wow. And I, I lose some friendships and relationships because of it. You know, there's just one person that I was really looking forward to rekindling with, but the interaction just wasn't bringing me joy. So I just had to cut it off. Like that's it. I can't. Wow. Yeah.
0: You know what? I love that. I, I always talk about how we have to protect our mind, our being, our, our space. And, and sometimes it's not easy to make those decisions. And I know there's people watching that first of all, that, I want everybody to take note of that. If it doesn't bring you joy, you should, you, you should really examine if you want to continue to encounter with that, whatever it is. It could be a job. It could be a, a someone in your house. It could be a friendship. You know, whatever it is. I love that philosophy, Troy. So can you share some of the things? Because some people may have challenges actually letting go. Uh so so if if somebody says okay you know what this job doesn't bring me joy or this relationship doesn't bring me joy how can somebody actually let that go effectively and 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 you know what's the process of of staying in that blissful only joy only zone what's that process to stay there and what's the repercussions of 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 cutting those things off Well, there's
1: no repercussions because if you eliminate that, which doesn't bring you joy, then you're just restoring your peace. So there's no, there's, there's no, what's the repercussion in that? No, there's actually value. Um, But here's the thing to think that you're going to always be in a state of joy would really be very ignorant because life shows up. Um, Sometimes my joy is challenged and I get stuck, but I don't stay there. That's the thing. you got to have the tools to pull yourself out when you get there. You're going to go there. Just don't get stuck there. Um, so when you have the tools, which is what I teach in Mindology Fitness, uh, to organically shift your emotions and self-soothe and return yourself to a state of joy and peace, that is the name of the game. That's, that's what we're trying to do. Um, I'm sorry. I, I think I did not quite hear the first part of your question. I'm not addressing it appropriately. So could you repeat that? No, that's
0: no, that's beautiful. I was just asking. So then at how do you actually cut people off? How do you, when something doesn't bring you joy, how do you end that?
1: You have to end it with love and you have to end it in a way that you don't make them wrong. It's just, listen, who you're being in this relationship is not a match for someone I want in my life. I'm willing to be really 100% accountable for whatever went wrong and God bless you. Goodbye, yeah. you know? That's it. You have to, I think that um, when I cut people out of my life and it's not something I love to do, but I absolutely do do it. You got to do it with love and peace and so much acceptance and forgiveness. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just not meant to be. It's just not meant to be. That's it. No resistance. I choose what is, and what is, is not you. Mm -hmm. And
0: you know there's there's times where you you may cut people off or you may like say say if it's a a partner like an ex-boyfriend or a girlfriend and then there's always that you know maybe time passed by you're doing good for yourself and then there's always that that need or that urge to oh it's their birthday I should wish them happy birthday and make that connection again so what's your I we've been ta- I've been talking about this with a girlfriend of mine and it's just it's a it's an it's a very important topic I find so I would love you to share what is what should be your willingness to engage with them after you cut them off even if it's for something like a birthday or something that you know not just out of the blue so first of all whether you go back to
1: your ex or anyone in your life to wish them a happy birthday or whatever you got to always look at what is the intention of your activity your actions what's your intention Are you really, truly wanting to wish them a happy birthday? Or are you hoping to get back with them? You know, like you got to be really clear. And then no matter what your intention is, after you tell yourself the truth, ask yourself this, would my wishing him a happy birthday bring me joy? And if it does, Mm. wish him happy birthday all day long. Wow. Be aware of what you're attached to though, right? Because if you're attached to wishing him a happy birthday, so he responds you're not gonna be in a state of joy. You're gonna be in a state of expectancy and then you're going to be upset if that expectancy is not fulfilled because that's what upsets are, it's unfulfilled expectations. So you're setting yourself up for sadness. But if you truly want to just communicate, then communicate and here's what you say at the end, no need to respond, no need to respond. It takes, it gets him off the hook. And it doesn't have you in a state of expectancy so probably lead to an upset if you if you are hoping to hear back we need to give to give wow say that one more time that last part we need to give to give
0: give to give
1: yeah
0: that is that is so beautiful, and and I know that this for people who if you're catching the replay or if you're watching us live, um, these are some of the questions that I've been hearing time and time again from different girlfriends, from different relationships, and different in settings. And and uh, Troy has really beautifully articulated, you know, seeking your intention. You know, be aware of what your intention is for sending messages or for keeping people in your life. Uh, yes. So. Yeah. The
1: other thing, you know, I I think people need to understand something about love. Love is an opportunity that you get to experience. Don't make it the other person's problem. Hmm. You see, I love you and you don't have to do anything about it. I just get to live knowing that I love someone Hmm. and it feels so good to love someone. Mm-hmm. so if we can just anchor like that's my joy i love you i get to live knowing i love you and you don't have to ever do anything about it how cool is that
0: yeah it's so true that's and it's very peaceful like there's a theme here ladies and gentlemen peace joy <laughs> love peace
1: Joy is everything i'm telling you if you can live in a state of peace and joy you won't be sick a day in your life mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. peace and joy is not disease and sadness. Those are two. And here's the other thing that I love about the brain. Our brain is so fabulous. Yeah. When you're coming from peace and joy, you don't, you can't even, it's not even possible to come from concern and sadness because those are two different parts of the brain. Yes. Right. Okay. So if you're dealing with possibility and love and great energy and all that stuff, That's one side of the brain. You actually have to disengage from that side of the brain and go into the other part of the brain to deal with all that other nonsense. Mm -hmm. So every moment is a choice.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. That is so powerful. Well, Troy, then just to to wrap up, what is something that you can share with everyone in terms of their mind, body, spirit connection um, during coronavirus? What can people actually do If they have triggered that part of their brain that gets them into fear of the unknown or anxiety of the unknown, what is something that they can do to self-maintain in the meantime, so they can keep focus and get that peace and love and joy that you're talking about?
1: Okay, so I'm gonna just give you a really quick exercise. It's created by the Institute of Capacitar, the fitness program, okay? When you are dealing with any kind of challenge, All you have to do is this. It's very simple. This and this. Cradle your brain. Do it right now. Everyone just stop and just cradle your brain. And inhale, exhale. You can immediately feel the peace because what's happening is you're activating both hemispheres so it stops the action because we have two positive polarities It will give us a negative polarity. You're stopping the action. And once you stop the action, especially if it's an unwanted emotion, that's enough time for you to create something else. Wow. that's simple. So You're one
0: right? hand here, the other hand here. Cradle. cradle the brain. I have one hand. I'm holding something. So we cradle the brain. <laughs> yes. And just breathe.
1: Yeah. And so this is uh, actually a posture that is used for soldiers. If they're having a, you know, a meltdown they're they're dealing with their PTSD and they have a reaction to something because what it does instantly, it it has the brain disengage.
0: It's like an instant reboot. Wow. Really powerful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, guys, if you want to find out more about Mindology Fitness, visit mindologyfitness.com. Troy, what is some uh, that you, maybe your, your contact details, like an Instagram or something that people want to You can to follow. find me on Instagram,
1: Troy Byer. Very simple. Um, everything is Troy Byer, B-Y-E-R on awesome. Instagram, Facebook. Um, again, Mindology Fitness. I'm glad that you will use it. Love it. Please go to Mindology Fitness. There are free classes, free 20 minute classes that I've designed for people to just get an introduction to what is available when we can actually create mind, body, spirit coherence, it will rock your world. And when you can anchor in that kind of coherent, nothing will take you off your point, you know, nothing's going to rock you, you really, right.
0: you really saw it. It's so important. And, and I could definitely attest to it. Um, so I you know heart coherence is, it's a big topic now that's really ramping up in the the scientific world and i know there's heart math there's a lot of it around and it's really and that's why i actually say you know sure positive thinking is better than negative thinking but i also think that there's some sort of a, a, a it's like a motivation base there's, it's inflated and i rather s- switch from positive to to coherent thinking or congruent yeah. thinking is what i call it Right? right. So being congruent with your mind, body, spirit brings you this sense of peace, brings you this sense of joy, and it allows you to view things differently. And I think that that's one of the most powerful things that you share here today, Troy, is is the perspective that while there's many people that could be living in a state of fear, which is a lower vibration, you're going to get that stuff. But you have the choice and 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 the will and desire, if you have it, to get to a higher vibration where it can just
1: be and you yeah. can peace. Totally. And I just want to end on one thing I want to clarify. It's really important that people understand it's not just about positive thinking. Yes. I believe if you have a negative emotion. You need to give that negative emotion. It's due diligence. You have to give it space if you want it to leave your place. Okay. You cannot create on top of negativity. So if you have a negative emotion you're dealing with, I want you to deal with it. Take it face on. I'm feeling shitty today. Okay, great. Let's be with that truth. I'm feeling this way today. Like, let it be there and look to see what is that? Where did it come from? Cradle your head while you're dealing with it and then let it go. We have to let our emotions flow through us. We can't stop them and suppress them because what we resist will persist. And then you're gonna have like a carpet with all this junk underneath it. And you're wondering why you can't walk through life, you know, in a comfortable way. So. I do want you to really stay at a high vibrational frequency that is inspired by your feelings that, it, that actually give way to your thoughts and then thoughts become things. But if something comes up that's uncomfortable, give it space. Don't judge it. Just be with it. Be the observer. Like, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. Oh, I am experiencing sadness. I have sadness. It's like if you have a headache, you don't manage yourself as a headache, but you go, oh, I have a headache, right? Right. Do you have sadness? Oh, I have sadness. Oh, I have fear. Deal with what's there. Bring love to it and let it go. And then on top of that, you can create what's next.
0: Otherwise, it's going to keep nipping you at the heels. Exactly. It will just keep, like you say, what you resist, persists. I That is so important because a lot of times people think that, um, you know, when, oh, positive thinking, it's almost as if it's like a uh, uh, not dealing with the root it's almost like a band-aid you're just putting on and, and you just right. keep going, which is dangerous no I'm there, like on yeah you gotta deal you
1: gotta deal you gotta deal with what's real so yeah. what's here in your space yes. give
0: it space so I can leave your place exactly don't wallow but don't resist I love it don't wallow exactly a lot of people park and camp out there <laughs> and that's that's not no, going to serve you either.
1: <laughs> listen, I, I, as I keep saying, I go there. I just don't stay there. Exactly. You know, so let yourself go there. Just don't get stuck. Don't stay there. Mm-hmm. Get yourself out. You got to use tools. And that's what I offer Mindology Fitness. We have tools. So you can do you, boo, all day long. I don't care what comes your way. Yeah. You will know how to take care of you. And you don't have to swallow a pill to heal. That's, those days are gone.
0: Gone. I'm, I'm totally there with you advocating the exact same thing. Well, listen, I'm uh, just seeing some comments. Um, powerful, right on point. Dis-ease brings you dis-ease. Uh, hey, Sarah. Hi, Sue. Nice to see you. Let the lower vibration people stay where they are. Keep your high vibration, says Mr. Bailey. Um, so many gems from Troy. Awesome. I love it. Thank you guys all for who are joining in. Look, Troy, it is so oh, cradle You're brain and breathe yes yes and yes seeing lots of hearts it is so great to have you I knew it I knew that this we need somebody needed to hear this so we persisted just for you
1: <laughs> oh, beautiful. and you know I just want to acknowledge you Chantel for the work that you're doing and for your commitment to humanity you know you really are very uh, I just I just want to just thank you for that you're very attentive to what's going on in the world. And you're providing, you're providing peace, which is beautiful. So you're my peace partner.
0: Yay, yeah,
1: absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, you know
0: what? hundred percent likewise. I just, you're just, I know you're, you have such a brilliant mind and your understanding of how life is, you know, how our bodies work, human beings in, in general is, is really, is, is such a breath of fresh air and i I love the mindology fitness i'm a big supporter and i love who you are troy i am so grateful that we connected and to have you in my life and i look forward to doing more we'll definitely need to stay more in contact
1: (laughs) do it and thank you again for having me on your show today it's been a pleasure thank you awesome
0: likewise yes my pleasure so ladies and gentlemen thank you guys so much for tuning in You've heard many great things. This is, it was a fantastic way to end this series. We ended it off with so many golden gems. If you were to just rewind and play this and take notes, there were a lot of gems dropped in it. So it's jam packed. So literally allow it to marinate and resonate in your mind, body, spirit. And so that you can actually apply it and start to do good. For all those who are watching A Choice Instagram, it was great to hear you. (laughs) And
1: great to have on Instagram, time. If you want to stick around, I'm going to ask, um, be answering some questions because there were some questions I didn't get to. So if you want to stick around, I'm going to answer those. Just wanted to put that in there. Chantal. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So this is the, the last day of the series. So you can expect to see a lot more. Um, so stay connected with me at Chantel Simone International on Facebook. If you're on it right now, make sure you like, you subscribe, follow the page. Um, and uh, also all these videos are going to be uploaded to YouTube. So for this episode, I'm going to do a little editing from our beginning to now, but we made it, and I will upload it onto YouTube so that you can actually consistently watch it and gain more and more and more and more knowledge to really fuel you to move to the next level. It was awesome having a very special guest, Miss Troy Buyer. It was amazing, and I, I look forward to seeing you guys remember to stay positive, to stay faithful, to actually, you know, I always say you have one life, so make it count and navigate on purpose. So I look forward to seeing you guys online. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm doing a video and posts and things like that every single day to raise the awareness of what we're thinking. And then we'll do something about it. So thanks again, guys. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for your time, Troy. And we will see you shortly. We'll see you online. And remember, you got one life, make it count. Navigate on purpose.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Okay, you